0: chapter eighteen of the story of the thirteen colonies this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org recording by donald cummings monroe connecticut the story of the thirteen colonies by h a gerber the french in canada columbus had been dead for nearly fifty years and yet people were only just beginning to explore that part of the new world which is occupied by our country but the coast of south america was quite well known by this time and already clearly outlined on maps while north america was still a mystery most people still fancied that north america was only a narrow strip of land like central america they also thought that somewhere north of the gulf of mexico there must be a strait by means of which it would be easy to pass into the pacific ocean and thereby reach india without taking the long journey all around south america the navigators who visited the coast of north america in search of this strait spoke on their return of the great quantities of fish they had seen even the cabots had found many fish there now all the christian people in western europe were roman catholics in those days and so ate fish instead of meat on fast days which were so many that they took up about one-third of the time fish was therefore in great demand as the rivers did not supply enough fishing soon became a paying trade for those who lived by the sea and because many fish were found on the coasts of brittany in france the britain fishermen did a good business still when they heard of great schools of codfish on the banks of newfoundland which could be caught and salted very easily these bold fishermen were anxious to secure them they therefore began to make fishing trips across the atlantic and before long gave their name to Cape Breton. France and Spain often waged costly wars, and seeing that the Spaniards received much gold from the New World, the French longed to have some of it, too. Their king, therefore, said that he had as good a right to any undiscovered land as the Spaniards, and that the latter should not be allowed to keep the New World all to themselves. Next he sent out an expedition under Verrazano who explored the coast of north america from what is now north carolina to newfoundland some historians say that this captain finally fell into the hands of cannibal indians who devoured him in the sight of his helpless crew but others declare the verrazano was caught by the spaniards during the war with france and hanged as a pirate the french were not discouraged however a few years after the death of verrazzano they sent out another expedition in charge of cartier after sailing nearly all the way around newfoundland this explorer in fifteen thirty four came to the mainland set up a huge wooden cross and took possession of the country in the name of france the next year he came back and sailing up the st lawrence river gave it that name because it was st lawrence's day in the calendar he visited the place where quebec now stands and went on up the stream until he came to an indian village composed of several long houses surrounded by a palisade Near this village there was a hill which Cartier climbed, and when his eyes rested upon the beautiful view at his feet, he exclaimed that this was truly a Montreal, or royal mountain. A city built some time after on this very spot still bears the name he gave the place. After spending a short time on the St. Lawrence, Cartier went back to France, taking several Indians with him. Some of these savages died, and when Cartier returned without them and tried to establish a colony he had trouble with their relatives cartier gave the name of canada to that part of the country and in talking with the indians learned that far inland there was a huge waterfall whose roar could be heard many miles away indeed some of the indians called it niagara which in english means the thunder of waters although cartier longed to see this wonder he had no time to visit it and as the climate proved too cold for his men he went back to france saying it would not be possible to plant a colony so far north for the next few years therefore the french had only a few trading posts along the st lawrence river where the indians came at certain times to exchange the furs of the animals they had killed for the beads and trinkets they loved so well End of chapter 18.